welcome to the Meaningful Success Podcast. This is Wade Clark, who is being laughed at by his son right now, who is... <laughs> Just the way he said that was so suave. It's like, hello, welcome to the Meaningful Success Podcast. Well, what do you expect? <laughs> yeah. Uh, welcome back, everyone. Uh, I wanted to start this episode just really quick by acknowledging um, we have just passed 100 total downloads of the... I don't know what that button does. Dad. I don't either. It's some sound effect. Oh, that, was, that, that wasn't the right one. <laughs> We're so happy wah, 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 about having passed a hundred total downloads across all episodes. That's pretty awesome. It's a it's a it's a big milestone to have passed, especially considering we've only been going for about six weeks now. Yeah, that, it is, and it's uh, exciting because I'm hearing from people. Yeah, and and uh, that's really encouraging. Um, both people I talk to on a regular basis and some folks I've not met before reached yeah, you've, out. You've gotten some some like LinkedIn messages from people, right? I have, and it, it's it really is encouraging. I do appreciate it. Um, as we kind of get going and and actually that that leads to something that I'm really excited about we will be able to give more details in the future but we're going to have our first guest on the show yeah it's it'll be probably 3 or 4 episodes from now something like that right right we'll be recording yeah. it in November early November so it'll be sometime in that November time frame but we're going to have an entrepreneur who has built a very successful business. And what's really exciting to me is that it's a business that is built on their mission. They're yeah. really something that they hold dear, something that they really believe in, and how that has really permeated everything that they've done as a business and in the way that they conduct their business. So, yeah, it's great. So, so their success journey really, uh, really jives with what we've been talking about. A absolutely, and and it really is kind of the starting point of what we'd like to do is we want to talk to folks who really are passionate about their creative endeavors or yeah. their businesses or their family or things that you have found the principles of success really helping you to achieve what you want to achieve. Well, and this is just me spitballing a little bit here. I would like to have people who, you know, like the, this person that we're inviting on the show yes. is someone who has achieved success. Yes. But I also would like to have episodes with people who are just on the journey Absolutely. Along, along with us. And so because I think it's really valuable to have both of those perspectives, somebody who's, for lack of a better word, been there, done that, as well as people who are thinking you know, about it. Yeah, well, thinking about it and, and, and working on implementing these things into their lives and seeing how these different journeys go and how they compare because nobody's going to have the same success journey. I really want to kind of get in the heart of what we want to talk about today because it's a subject that that I'm really passionate about. It's something that as we've kind of gone through this podcast, it's something that comes up in our daily life as we pursue success and that is balloons, turtles. <laughs> no, it's uh, how success affects the closest relationships in our lives, whether that's your family and, or, or what I really wanted to talk about maybe today is, is our marriages. Mm -hmm. And there's a reason why I thought about this as well, because something's coming up this week. Uh, my two year marriage anniversary with my wife, Audrey is, uh, yeah, just a few days as we are recording this, just a few days away. Yeah. So two years of M to the A to the R to the R to the I to the A to the G to the E. 
What is that spell? Matrimony. I'm not a very good speller. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you think about success, Josiah, and how your success journey, I mean, the things that we've been talking about here, you've been pursuing your dreams, you're pursuing writing, yeah. pursuing your business, you've been changing things with your business. At the same time that we're doing these podcasts on success, at the same time that you've been in your first couple of years of marriage. So how have those things kind of gelled or come together? I mean, how does your success journey impact or interact with your marriage? You know, I think one of the biggest learning curves of the first couple of years has been, I need to keep in mind that all these decisions and all these things that I do, they're not just me anymore. And that that may sound obvious, but it's honestly really easy to forget sometimes when you're just in the flow. And so that's been an adjustment. It's not like a got to get approval from my old lady thing, right? But it's like these are decisions that, for example, like me changing my business. That wasn't a decision I made alone. Um, It was something that – it was a decision I made. However, it was informed and it was discussed with Audrey and and our relationship, just like with Audrey, the job that she has now, she made the decision she wanted to take it. But it's a decision that we approached together. Well, and I've also observed, and, and this holds true as, as you go through your life together, it's not just that it's a decision-making factor together. It's a, wow, how will this impact us? How will this impact Audrey? Yeah, I mean, sort of assessing the cost, I guess, of different decisions is what you're saying, right? Yeah, well, yeah, and just realizing that there there's some things that when you were single that you probably just do not even give that much thought to. If any. If any. Yeah. Which now you may be weighing for a few days before you take action because you're thinking, well, if I do this, how will this impact you know, the relationship? It's, it's interesting because... It's a learning process to not just take the extreme of, okay, now that means that everything I do and every decision is is of, you know, paramount importance right. that involves what, you know what I mean? It, it, there is a place of learning, okay, this doesn't really matter to have a whole discussion about versus right. that does. And that's just my own growth journey of unlearning some of those people-pleasing tendencies. Hmm. But it's interesting because there'll be a decision that needs to be made. And my instinct is, okay, well, I want to make whatever decision is going to make Audrey happy. And she doesn't want me to think that way because she's just wanting me to make a decision. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm trying to like play mind games of figure and, and it's not intentional it's, it's kind of like it's when instinct. people want to go to a restaurant and they're saying well what do you want i don't know what do you want i don't right. know what do you want? <laughs> right and it's it, it, yeah exactly but it's it's this instinctive thing that i'm having to unlearn because it's a survival mechanism that you pick up you know as a kid basically mm. there's a piece of it that's learning how yes you're evaluating how does this affect my partner mm-hmm. but there's also an element of continuing in your own individual personhood as well. Yes. And not sacrificing that individuality that you have just because you're in that relationship. Yeah. And I think that's important to bring out because, you know, sometimes people can lose that. Maybe two people marry and one person's really into sports and the other person's really into computer games or something like that. And so one's very outdoorsy and one's very indoorsy. It's like, those aspects are one of the things that you appreciated them to begin with. And you don't want to lose that individuality and that those are passions that they want to embrace. 
but you are in a journey together. And so you're trying to, you're trying to learn how to support each other through that process. Yeah. And learning how the differences between you, they don't go away. And they shouldn't go away. Correct. And I think it's easy when when those differences can be difficult sometimes. Like, for example, I mean, you kind of described Audrey and I a little bit because I tend to be a homebody. I tend to prefer to be at home, indoors, whatever. And she's somebody. He, folks, he wanted, he wanted his lawn to be made out of AstroTurf as a kid. He said, when I get older, I don't want to mow the lawn again. I want my lawn to be AstroTurf. <laughs> you still do? No, no, I no, I, I don't. I don't. Just just because I know that would not be good. It was it was honestly less about hating mowing and more about my allergies uh, when okay. I mowed because my allergies were so bad when I mowed. But your point was but that yeah, you like to be indoors. Yeah, and and Audrey Audrey starts getting cabin fever. Yeah, very much so, and I don't. And so that's something that. It's a learning process where you see how the other person is and you see the other person's struggle with how you are. And there's this sort of subtle wrestling match that happens over time where you eventually come to accept, okay, this is who this other person is. This is who my partner is. And that's not a bad thing. And it's also not a bad thing that I'm not like that. Right. But that's also not saying... Well, like you said, that also isn't saying, okay, well, one of us wins and one of us doesn't. No, I mean, we are the way that we are, but our differences also pull us out of our extremes and into something healthier. That's true. You know, so so my hyper indoors hermitness meets her more outdoorsy person side and I'm slowly learning to actually want to do more stuff out of the house. Right. When I think about this, and the whole reason I wanted to bring this up as a topic today, and our families are important to us. And those that we walk with, whether that's, again, whether that's our spouse, whether that's our significant other, whether that's our, you know, our kids or group of people that we that we hang out with a lot, you know. Chosen family. You know, the things that we do when we value people are important. And and I think that when we look at success, there's a few things that I just believe are important. Communication is vital in in your pursuit of success in every aspect, but but part of that communication is being able to communicate what's important. What are those things that are really at your heart? Like in in your discussions with Audrey, you've gotten to know each other and you you've got to know what are what are those things that really drive her energy and get get her happy and and, and encourage her. And, and and that is getting out with friends and going and doing activities and 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 you know hiking and uh, and CrossFit and those types of things are that really are important to her and that's something that's important to understand you know for example Audrey likes CrossFit mm-hmm. but it's not just oh I do some exercising and CrossFit is the exercise I chose right it's more no, she has like a passion for CrossFit. she has a passion yeah for that and that is you know if you were to to look at at Audrey and we were sit down and say, you know, what are those, those things that are most important, those parts of things that are inherent in her heart, that would be one of them. Yeah. You know, we have all kinds of interests, but as we get to know, as we communicate with each other and get to know what are those things that are those, those really most important things, then we can be in alignment. Yeah. And, and we can be in alignment with this is a priority for one couple having a membership to a gym may just be a convenience. 
Right. But in your budget, that's actually something that's really critically important because it's part of, of- Yeah, no, it's it's something, it's high up there on the list of priorities to be part of, you know, a gym and, and all that kind of stuff because it does fulfill that passion that she has. And, and so, so through that communication, you can gain alignment. Yeah. And you can gain alignment on what those true priorities for each other. Yeah. And then through that, you can appreciate that. You can appreciate the things that that are at her heart, and she can appreciate those things that are at your heart. Yeah. So that you can celebrate those things and grow together. So what does that look like for you and mom? Because we, yeah, I don't want to be, I don't want to be, you know, child star celebrity writes a book on marriage six months in, right? <laughs> We've seen some of those books, haven't we? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, you've been you've been married since the since the hills were young. So what's thirty, 31 years coming up in December. <laughs> so so what does that look like in your marriage being a much more mature marriage than than what I have? Honestly, I think that a lot of it's grown over time, but there but it's the same things I just mentioned. I mean, there's things that we really appreciate about each other that we've learned through communication that are important and that that we have kind of drawn maybe may, I'm not gonna say lines in the sand, but they're kind of um commitments that that we have that are beyond our, our marriage commitment things like things like for example what we share with each other which is basically everything yeah you know for, for example I've had people I've Josiah knows this over the years we've had I've had different people and she's had friends that they'll come up to me and say well hey you know don't tell anybody about this uh, but and I, and I always stop them and say, "Hey, wait a minute! I talk to my wife about everything. So if if you don't want me to talk to Susanna, then don't tell me." And and she does the same thing. So so I guess what I'm saying is there's things that we've we've learned that are important to stay in alignment, to stay in communication, to stay committed from from that standpoint. Susanna knows the things that are that are important to me. Those there there's a creative passion in me. There's a musical aspect that are that's vitally important. I know that there's a creative aspect for Susanna that relationships are central to her heart. I know that she has taught me many things that that you would think that you would know, <laughs> but I really had to learn. And that is, for example, in so many circumstances in life, she always goes, it always goes back to the heart. Yeah. And so sometimes when you're looking at things and if we are getting out of alignment, either in our pursuits or, or things that are activities or whatever, or our struggles uh, personally or, or, or whatever, it's often, hey, let's stop. Let's pray. Let's talk. What's really going on in the heart? Are we really stressed out about X, Y, Z? Or is it really something else that's going on here? And so you ask what's what it is for mom and I. I think it's a lot of it is learning to walk together as individuals, but also as one. Yeah. Over time, that that can be challenging. Each each of us face different struggles at different points. And, and for example, when when mom, for those who, who are listening, uh, we homeschooled all of our children from. You know, we've had four children and every single one of them from basically kindergarten through through high school, we we homeschooled all of them. Now, that wasn't something that we decided up front, hey, we're going to be this massive homeschool family. We're going to do this. There were personal reasons and 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 health reasons and other things that that those decisions were made. But but those were commitments that we made. But with four children, Susanna committed 20 something years as a homeschool mom. Yeah. 
And so a huge part of her life, particularly in certain ages when she's educating four people at four different grades, that's a huge commitment. Now, every one of our children is, is grown and graduated. Yeah. So now what? So we've been on a journey together, helping Susanna to say, okay, here's what I want to invest myself into now, now yeah. that, now that homeschooling is done and being aware of each other's needs, you know, cause, cause things change over time. What was the core of what we do, you know, 10 years ago and what's the core of what we do today that can change. Yeah. And, and that kind of comes back to some of the things we talk about, about success too. I mean, we talk about, you know, your mission, those things that are at our hearts often don't change that much, but our vision, the things that we put our hands to and that we're tr- seeking to achieve does. Yeah. That's part of that too. And it kind of, it kind of is illustrated in, in our relationship. You know, Josiah, I don't know how, or <laughs> listeners, I, I don't know how much these things are helpful for you, but I, I just thought it was important to to take a step back and, and just talk about our relationships because sometimes we can get so hung up on, you know, pursuing this dream or pursuing this goal or pursuing this effort that we can get tunnel visioned. Taking that step back and understanding that we're walking with others and how important it is to be in alignment and committed to each other and knowing what is those things that are at their heart and what's important is really something that is going to help us not to achieve a goal that in itself doesn't fulfill. We can spend our wheels doing all kinds of things, chasing this goal or that activity. But if at the end of the day, those issues and those people that we care most about are kind of left to the side, then we're not achieving meaningful success. So our relationships, our marriages, our children, our parents, our friends, our colleagues, they're all a part of our journey to success. Yeah, absolutely. So transitioning toward the end of the episode, Dad. Yes. What was your weekly favorite this week? Oh, it's the weekly favorite. My weekly favorite was that my niece got married this weekend and we got to go to the wedding. It was it was really lovely. The the wedding itself was was great. And then they had this awesome reception. They had synchronized dining, which I'd never heard of before. But basically you sit around this table and and there's like a waiter behind every person and they at the same time hand, put the plate in front of you and it looks all fancy. And then they shift over to the left and then they put the next plate on the next person's plate. It's just it was just kind of cool. And they had a great band and uh it was just a lot of fun. And and I'm so excited for for Sarah and Sean, and and I just wish them the the best. Yeah, and that that was actually my weekly favorite as well was the wedding. Audrey and I had a really great time, and we stayed a lot later, later than you guys did. We're old friends. Um, <laughs> um, but we, yeah, it was a lot of fun. We, you know, doing the dancing, and the food was really, really good. The cake was great. I mean, it was yeah, the cake. Was the drinks good. were great. It was awesome. Yeah, it was fun. It was a fun time. Well, with that, I think, you know, we're going to wrap up this rather unusual episode of the Meaningful Success Podcast with a one last anecdotal thought from my father, Wade Thomas Clark. Okay, what is this? What is the thought? It's your your thought. Oh, it's my thought. Oh, oh, I thought you had something that I was supposed to say. No, no, no. From. From you. Oh, from me. Be thankful. You heard it here first. Be thankful. (laughs) 
All right. Well, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks so much, everybody. Uh, if again, you are not already supporting us on Patreon, we are about to record the second bonus episode for October. Uh, and you can check that out at patreon.com slash meaningful success podcast. Leave us a message on speakpipe.com slash MSP. And until next week, see you later. See you later. The Meaningful Success Podcast is myself, Josiah Clark, and my dad, Wade Clark. That's me. We love him so much. The music that we use for our intro and outro is Brings Back the Feeling by Daniel Gunnarsson, licensed through Epidemic Sound. If you want to support the show, once again, patreon.com slash Meaningful Success Podcast. As we thank you so much for 100 downloads, please feel free to share it with your friends and family. We really hope that they'll enjoy it just as much as you do. Until next week, this is us, and we say goodbye to you. See ya. See ya.